What is up, everybody? Welcome to this week's episode of the Dense Pixels Podcast. I'm your host, Brad, joined this week by Micah. Hey. Carrie. What's up? And now that he has internet that is appropriate for the year of our Lord 2019. <laughs> it's actually probably inappropriate. No one needs excessive. speed that boy. Yeah, no one, needs, um, no one needs gigabit speed. Terrence is back, guys. Yeah, I am. How's it going? I've been going for like six years, so. <laughs> and I don't have anything new to say, to be honest with you. Because <laughs> I haven't been playing anything because that is not the true. Industry is annoying. That is not true. You're a liar, sir. You have played, oh, no, played Outer Worlds. Things. Yeah. Yes, I have played Outer Worlds. So Carrie and Micah talked about Outer Worlds. I mean, let's just get right into it. Carrie and Micah talked about Outer Worlds last week. Um, they gave their thoughts. Carrie's finished the game, but Terrence, I'm I'm first curious to hear your thoughts on the Outer Worlds. I really like it. I like it a lot. Um, I've played Fallout. Three, New Vegas, and four. Um, New Vegas being the best out of all of them. Um, this is like that because it is the it's that company, <clears throat> Subsidian. But the thing about this one is, like, uh, Fallout is just like an open world, and you get lost, and sometimes you just get frustrated, and I don't know. A lot of times, I I I, I start doing way too much. But this game is so focused, like it's each level is like a compact, large open area to search through. And essentially, once you've searched through the level, there's no really there's no reason to keep searching. You can just move on to the next level. And I think that's the one thing where that would that you would actually like, Brad, Mm -hmm. because it's not an like you said last week. It's like you just like the vastness of these games just kind of turns you off. But yeah, the levels can be a little bit big, but they're not so big that you get lost. It's like it's impossible to get lost in them. Well, like I mentioned um, last week, it seems from everything I've heard, it seems like it's it's an open world game in the way that EA thinks of open world. Yeah, it's basically. it's like it's like Mass Effect. Yeah, same thing. Um, the writing is great. Um, there was one instance in the very beginning that I know you two have you finished it, Carrie, and um, in the beginning you have to make that one decision, which is like a pretty big decision in the very beginning of the game. Well, of course, I'm I'm not an asshole, so I went with the 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 little the settlement, and I go back. I don't and I don't put all of my points into to persuasion and all that. So when I went back to talk to the guy that gave you the initial mission, I'm like, hey, I just I did all of this so I could uh so I could liberate you guys. Like, nigga, I ain't want you to liberate me. <laughs> Essentially, and I'm like, oh, okay. And he made me feel bad about it, but he and he works for the corporation. I'm just like, sorry, bro. Yeah, there's like, there's, it's, it's, it's one of those things where like the writing is so good. Like there's no one right decision. Like everything's sort of morally gray. Right. And it's it's funny because it's either this or that, but the way they wrote it is kind of like, uh, shit, did I do the right thing? And I, yeah, "Yeah, I still feel like I did the right thing. Fuck you. Because when I went to go get the little thing for my ship, he had people attack me and I was like, well, I had to kill them. And then I put a bullet in his head. So whatever. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> you know, but, uh, as you do I, I just got Nayoka. um first of all parvati that's she's always with me she's with me parvati's excellent everything i haven't switched her out I've, I've i've like picked another person but she's always been her and then whoever the fuck else i got i just got Nayoka, so it's me and her it's it's the it's the three women right now. yeah uh, yeah <laughs> i mean um i did use who's, who's, uh, who's the guy that drop kicks people what's his name felix yeah, he's funny. Like when you're with him, he just is like, "You want me to beat him up?" Like, nah, relax, nigga. Like, <laughs> Felix is delightful. You're just like, can you calm down? Yeah, can he's, you just he's relax like, for a minute. Um, like the char- I love all the characters, even Vicar Max, like the the shotgun preacher. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
what he is. Um, the the robot is funny, Sam. It's 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 just a really solid game, and and the fact that this is coming from Obsidian and it has no bugs. Well, that's not true. Well, I don't know. I have. I haven't I, run into. I any. haven't run into any, but I know there are some that are apparent. That are apparent, and some of them will like basically soft lock you out of the game if they present. So all systems. <laughs> or is it... Uh, I think I've heard it happening most on PC, but I'm not sure. He always has problems, but um, for the most part, like it's. I think I'm at like 15 hours into the game. Um, it's just fun. It's just a great game, and. <laughs> Bethesda, <laughs> all right, nigga. <laughs> I mean, look. I mean, look. Well, we, I don't there's know what y'all doing? There I, is. No, we we're going to get into it, but good lord. There is yet another Bethesda st- Fallout seventy six related story in the docket this week. Yeah, so I we're just gonna <laughs> we're just gonna keep going. <laughs> um, Carrie, like I, I would rec- if you like these type of games, I highly recommend you play it because it's it's a really good game. And Carrie, do you have any spoiler free uh, abridged thoughts now that you finished the game? Uh... I basically like I was surprised at how short it ended up being, obviously, because of the decisions that you can make over the course of the game. Um, It does have some of that replay value. And I might go back a couple months or whatever, since it's not like I'm starving for gaming content at this time of year and and revisit it and do things the other way. Um, The one thing I sort of regret is that um, at the end, in sort of true Fallout style game fashion, um, if your charisma style points like your persuasion and your intimidation and your lying and whatnot if that's high enough you can sort of talk your way out of the final boss fight basically and um my problem was that when i got to this area called byzantium um i fucking killed a lot of people including the person who you would otherwise talk to (laughs) at the end of the game so basically it's like that fucking Danny DeVito meme of like, so anyway, I started blasting because <laughs> it's like I got there and someone was being like a real fucking hoity toity snobby white person. So I put a bullet in her head and, um, and they don't care for that. So I'm looking, I'm looking forward to that part. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So right, the fact that you can just kill any, the fact that you can kill of... any quest giver. Yeah. So it's like I get to the end and like you talk to the chairman of the board because the, the game is programmed to like replace people in certain situations. If you've killed the person who would otherwise do that, like it just like slots someone else into there with different dialogue, um, which is honestly an incredible uh, feat of programming in the grand scheme of things. But the guy was like, I like was trying to talk my way out of it. And he was like, you know what? She was way more amenable to discussion than I was. Fuck you. And he just like sends this shit after you. And I was just like. I put so much time boosting up my persuasion skills for this shit. What did I do? (laughs) I fucked up a little bit at the end, but the game's really fun. Um, I guess, again, I finished it in like 18 hours or something like that. And I was hoping it would be, I was hoping it would be closer to like 30. Um, That being said, I did eliminate some of of the side quests stuff for myself by going into Byzantium and killing people. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> so you just kind of bypass because I, I I bypassed like, a lot of shit accidentally because I got mad at like one very specific NPC. Oh goddamn! Yeah, as you do. There's but... some old chick that I that like. She just, just came on to me in um 
Oh yeah, I know. Yeah, I'm like, what yeah. the fuck is going on? <laughs> like, right, woman, relax. Calm down. So other than that, I haven't had a lot of time for video games because this last week uh the Nationals won the World Series. They did it. Yeah, guys. You, yeah, you sound like uh you sound like you definitely attended that parade on Saturday. I did. <laughs> I mean, I've been dealing with a cold for like the last week anyway, but I didn't lose my voice until Saturday happened. Um yeah, God. There's nothing better than a victory parade, man. Like I would say the Caps parade last year was definitely like there were probably more people there and it was definitely a rowdier crowd than the Nats parade. Um, I think the fact that the Caps draw more from Baltimore than the Nats do probably has a lot to do with that. Um, Also, the fact that the Caps parade was in June Mm -hmm. and the Nats parade was in November. So it was kind of cold, but it was cool. I mean, fuck, man, I got to watch my dad ride in a world series victory parade at the end of his career like that's dope yeah it's super <laughs> fucking cool man like that that was awesome that was awesome um what happened today was less awesome but that was awesome <laughs> so yeah, like i said that's it. I, I posted it on in the uh look forward fan group but if you're if you're a fan of professional sports teams or many uh go out of your way to avoid learning about uh your your players personal uh politics because yeah it usually never ends well no no just it just kind of sucks yeah kurt suzuki could get hit by a truck and i probably wouldn't give a shit at this point uh it it happened to me last year even even rooting for an english sports team with players that come from all over the world you can't escape it when one of your players is a huge uh Bolsonaro stand bigot for some yeah, reason. I just so. I, Kurt Suzuki. It doesn't. That? Yeah, is Kurt like, Suzuki, who is a Japanese person. Let me reiterate: a Japanese person put a fucking MAGA hat on at the Nats celebration at the White House today. Oh, and, ta- and, Ter- and Terrence let Trump like grope him from behind, yeah. like he was fondling some. Uh, Real weird. That's, that's yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I hope Kurt Suzuki understands that wearing that hat isn't going to make the old white people who are racist like him anymore. Um, I mean, I, I, was, I, suppose I was more he doesn't care with the amount of money that he makes. He's making six million dollars next year. So, I mean, I was more a little more put off about the, the carefree nature to which he and Donald Trump <laughs> joked about sexual assault. But that's just me. Wow. So, yeah. well, you know. They're the so, model minority. I was, I was exactly what I was about to say. Yeah. <laughs> like that's, that's what they consider the model. But, you know, whatever. So, cool. uh, it'll, the, uh, the Nats Fan Fest, they call it Winter Fest, is happening in January. And I can't imagine we'll be seeing Kurt Suzuki there. So, there you go. It's, it's, it's really like, God, can you fucking read the room, man? Like, because I was there <laughs> at game five and they booed the shit out of him. Like right, that's that's let, the, that's the thing that's even funnier about it is like he he was in the stadium. He was to there. hear that. He was but, physically uh, present you know. when it happened. <laughs> but whatever. I, I, My team I, won the World Series, and uh, I just think that's neat. Look, I, I I hope I hope he and and the rest of the team enjoyed their uh, their Big Macs yesterday. Um, or <laughs> today rather. Uh, I mean, I, after the, the kind of shit they got up to at the caps game, there's no better hangover food, right? <laughs> so now Micah, um, I didn't know you wait, I, did I give this to you? No, you did not. Okay. So I, I didn't know you bought this. Yes. Um, and I'm curious because your and my tastes in 
Japanese RPGs have a have a pretty large overlap. Mm-hmm. Um, you 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 like stuff that's more on the outer edge than I do, but for the most part, we 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 like a lot of the same things. And mm-hmm. uh, and I've always found the Dragon Age series to be quest. La- Sorry, you're right. Dragon Quest series. My 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 apologies. Um, to be lacking personality. So yeah. let me know what you, why 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 you're playing uh Dragon Quest Eleven. Um, I bought it on uh, the Switch for one. Um, because the Switch is my indie darling RPG machine, uh, slash RPG machine. And, um, you know, I, I don't know why I bought it because I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm kind of like, I'm not a huge fan of, uh, Akira Toriyama's art style. Yeah. I was about to say that you don't really like, like the Dragon Ball art style. I don't, right? I don't, I don't hate it, but right, not- I'm not. I'm not in love with it. It like is it. a very specific flavor of manga. Yeah. Yeah. And I think, I think just the world of Dragon Ball coupled with that, like, I don't know. It's just something about it, but I was like, all right, well, I need something to play on the plane. Cause I'm getting ready to take a trip. Right. So I, um, I said, all right, well, let me get this right. Because it's a turn-based RPG and I, I love traditional turn-based RPGs. And when I first started playing, everyone started. I haven't played a Dragon Quest since Dragon Quest Eight. That was the only one I ever played. Right, and that was the first one I played. Right. So I was. Uh, I started playing it, and I got into a battle, and everybody was moving independently. <clears throat> and I'm like, "What is going on? Why are you moving without you know me telling you what to do?" And um, so I had to tweak a couple settings to because otherwise, you know, they can fight on uh, autonomously um i i like it i like it enough to that i'm interested in the story um you play uh the hero who's uh nameless so um i name him after my kid because that's that's what you cute. do <laughs> and um and um you are you are the legendary luminary right so you go off and you go to this this kingdom to meet with this king and you're like hey i'm the legendary luminary and the king was like great throw his ass in the dungeon <laughs> so, so you got so you got a real chrono trigger situation brewing here right right so and so you're on, and now i'm on the run and i meet up with people and we have to figure stuff out and i'm i'm interested in the story uh is the bottom line uh, look, it's a traditional turn-based RPG, um, and and I love that. That's my bag. <clears throat> um, it has, you know, like limit breaks, so to speak. But you can't you can't tell when you're about to get a limit break. Like they just kind of happen, and there are certain things you can do uh, to uh, get that to happen more often. But um, I, I dig it. It's um, it it feels like a grindy RPG, um, it, but I mean Dragon that's Quest what game. Dragon Quest is known. <laughs> I was about to say eight. I right. remember just grinding for hours in that fucking. Yeah. And I was so like, so they have uh, this thing where you can uh, adjust the speed of battle. Um, uh-huh. So I put everything on ultra, and <laughs> if I'm just uh, if I'm just grinding. I can set tactics for my party members to fight the way I want them to fight. And that kind of helps the grind a little bit, you know, like if I'm at work or something, 
uh, I'll just run around and run into enemies and then just automatically have those guys, you know, fight, fight, you know, fucking shit mobs for cheap XP and a little bit of gold or whatever. So, but it's a good game. I, I actually, I really like it. I, 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 I like it a lot. Uh, it kind of makes me want to go and take a look at some of the other dragon quests, but, uh, I'm not going to do that. <laughs> you know, you know where um, I aired with dragon quest. The, the first one that I ever played more like, like I played like dragon warrior four for like five minutes when I was a kid. But the first one that I ever sat down and played at length was nine. And I can't, Nine's a weird one. Yeah. Because like your, your player character is the only character that has any, um, <laughs> involvement in the story. Cause literally all of your other party members are just mercenaries that you hire. To help you along the way. And I thought yeah. that was super right. duper weird. That's strange. Yeah. yeah, I, don't yeah. Like I, I mean, wanna, I, I like nine. Um, I played the crap out of nine, but I understand why people didn't like nine. Yeah. Particularly coming off of eight, which is for all intents and purposes, a really fucking good game. Um, so it's <laughs> nice to hear that 11 is, uh, quite good. It is. And it has one last point. It has this two, two D, uh, two-dimensional mode 2d mode where it's oh yeah it's all pixels yeah you it's just it's just pixel pixelated like you can you can play the whole game in a 16-bit format if you want yeah that's cute as hell yeah so uh that is what we have been playing uh this week uh carrie if you'd be so kind tell us what is coming out this week in stores and online this is my my job now sure uh so the biggest of the week by far is Hideo Kojima's boyfriend simulator, more colloquially known as Death Stranding. Can can we which, pause on this real quick? Yeah, please. Have, have, have you have you guys been reading the reviews for this game? I have. I have. <laughs> They've yeah. been all over the place. They have been all over the place. Yes. The, all of them seem to have a common theme. The the, the theme being that the game is not fun. Um. Real quick. But it's just. <laughs> But it's so different that it's brilliant. Quick aside, I hate. I hate what it. What the fuck I does that mean? It. I hate the fact. I hate the fact uh, yeah. that they just can't call something whack. Like no, it's whack, yo. It's yeah. Whack. Like uh, I've really appreciated the few reviews out there that have just been like, nah, this shit boring. Yo, it's whack. Like it sucks. Like, um, like IGN is usually like, but I like I I watched and I read the review and he's like, look. It's Kojima. Like, you're going to get Kojima's nonsense. But this shit just boring, yo. Like, yeah. they give it a 6.8, but it's like, look, it's a slog. Every every review has said the first 10 hours are horrible. Would anyone do anything for 10 hours? 10 hours. I'm ten, not doing 10. That. That's a one and then a zero. That's two double digits. 10 fucking hours of bullshit in order to get to anything that remotely resembles something that's fun nah no they say like nah. the, the game never really get, like again another theme is like the game never really gets fun huh? but like it's such a different experience like it's him and i'm like no fuck you yeah. no no i'm not paying 60 dollars to slog through 10 hours of just garbage just to get to mediocre right so and then there's some there are some cutscenes that exceed 10 an hour in length i'm like just no, make a fucking no, movie no i'm not doing that i'm not doing that are you getting this um you wouldn't be, by chance be getting a copy of this would you Brad? uh i would by chance be getting a copy of this 
Uh, not not, o- not only am I getting a copy of this, I'm getting a copy of this that we can pass around because I'm getting the collector's edition complete with baby no. in a tank version of this game. Oh, can I eat that baby somewhere? <laughs> <laughs> like I'm look, I'm so, super. I'm <laughs> look. Well, so Brad, so here, so here so here's up. Full stop. If you hand me that baby, I am yeeting that baby into your neighbor's yard. Uh, so, so a couple things. Don't need it. A couple things. Um, number one, you will get our thoughts on this game, um, but it's going to take some time. Because like I said, I, we're, we're going to pass this around. We're going we're gonna to pass around the death rating because I don't want to have to force any of the three of you to purchase this game. But I feel oh, like that you, a couple you of you. If you give it to me, I will absolutely play. Right, it. a couple, say, a couple if, of you, I feel I like want to experience three, I would it. Actually, try. Right, right. So there you go. There. Um, I, I want to point out. So I, I clicked. I wanted to find the Metacritic score. Um, I googled Metacritic, and the first result that popped up was Metacritic Death Stranding. So apparently, oh, people are looking for that right now. The last I saw was an eighty-four. Eighty-five is what it's gone up to now. Now here, now here's the thing, though. Here's the thing. Stop touching Kojima's dick. Here's the thing. Um, there are 63 positive reviews. Now, now to be considered a positive review on Metacritic, you have to give a game higher, uh, than a 75, 75 or higher. And it's considered positive. Now, the vast majority of outlets that gave it a positive review are smaller blogs, um, that we've not heard of. Not, not to say their opinions diminish, but, the heavy hitters are the usually the ones that are giving like the middling reviews. Like U.S. Gamer is a seventy, Game Informer is a seventy, Digital Trends is a seventy, uh, IGN is a sixty-eight because IGN still wants to use hundred point scale. Fine, uh, VG twenty-four-seven is a sixty. Um, so there's a lot. V, VGC did someone steal the the VG Confab name? I don't know. We're not going to worry about that right now. Um, and then there's a lot of reviews that from sites that uh, like the Polygon review was not overwhelmingly um, complimentary, but they don't score. Um, neither does ours, Technica. Neither does Eurogamer. Neither does Kotaku, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. So a lot of the a lot of the sites that levied fair criticism to the game didn't aren't contributing to the score. Um, let's take like a look at the user reviews for the game. So the user, well, actually, no, they wouldn't have user well, reviews yet because be the game's not out yet. Yeah, so that, that'll be very interesting to see, I think, um, when it drops. What a fascinating game. What a fascinating I, response yeah, to this fascinating. game. Fascinating. So, the response. Look. The response to the game. Not, not, oh. not the game itself yet. I don't know. I haven't played it, so. And it's interesting that everything that he showed us pre the game being released to, like, the review copies, is it, it that's it. That's literally it. Like you have to, you put, you put boxes on your back and then you walk. It's, it's funny. So I, I listened to the, the <laughs> kind of funny, the kind of funny games cast where they reviewed this game. Five of them at the table played it. And literally amongst the five of them, it runs the entire spectrum of Greg Miller loved it. Uh, Imran Khan played the game, but didn't love it. Tim Geddes played like five hours and was like, I'm done. I'm not done. I'm not fucking playing this game. <laughs> like, like one, one of them was playing it, you know, slowly and, and like he was, at, you know, 40 hours in, but only in chapter three of like 14 chapters in the game or something like that. Oh so, so if you want to, if you want a good sense of that before the game comes out, um, I guess I would recommend listening to that podcast, um, wow. to kind of get a sense. That game for, is certainly not for everyone. No, it's, it's you, not going to You know to what is a game board. for everyone though? Just Dance 2020, which comes out on Xbox One, PlayStation 4, Nintendo Switch, and the Wii. 
What? Yep. Yep. In the year of our Lord 2K19, we are still getting original Wii titles. Because Just Dance is uh, remarkably popular. It's it's They still put it out on the Wii every single year. And it still sells, apparently, w- well enough for, for them to keep doing this. Um, like the I original have to imagine. Yeah. Yes, the original Wii. <laughs> so it's on the Wii and on the Switch. It is not on the Wii U. No. It is on the original Wii. Yes. Yes. Jesus Christ. All right. A nearly 15-year-old console, they're still... God, is it? Oh, Lord, it is. It's like 13 years old. I am fucking old. Yeah. Yup. So, I think that just has to do, like, a lot of places that do, like, physical therapy and whatnot have Wii's, um, and they use this for that. Anyway, another Nintendo news, we're getting Mario and Sonic at the Olympic Games, Tokyo 2020, for the Switch. Is that a Summer Olympics? It is, yes. Yep. Then why is this team coming out now? Because they always the put scene. it out well in advance. It's, it's right. yeah. Uh, Disney Tsum Tsum Festival comes out on the Switch. Shadow of the Tomb Raider Definitive Edition arrives on PC, PS4, and Xbox One. Layton's Mystery Journey, Catriel, and the Millionaire's Conspiracy comes out on the Switch. That sounds distinctly anti-capitalist, and I'm about it. Um... <laughs> <laughs> uh, Need for Speed Heat comes out on PS4, Xbox One, and PC. Paul, Paul's there for a second. I sure. can't wait till next week's episode. I cannot wait to see if Micah is going to buy this game or not. Oh well, I, I, I'm not going to be here next week. <laughs> oh, uh, son of a you'll bitch! Be busy playing Nerd for Spurred. <laughs> um, no, I'll be in Jamaica. But uh, oh, to answer God your damn. To answer your question, Brad, yes, I have purchased it. So, <laughs> so you'll have to wait uh, two weeks. I will. I will wait because your review of the game is going to be contingent on whether or not I purchase Need for Speed. Uh, so. <laughs> goodness. Uh, new Super, Super Lucky's Tale comes out on Switch. I guess... A sequel to Super Lucky. Oh, Wasn't that like oh, no, an no, no, Xbox no. One it's, exclusive? It's, that's not a sequel, Carrie. That is Super Lucky's Tale coming to the Nintendo oh. Switch. They're just calling it New Super Lucky's Tale because no one bought the original Super Lucky's Tale, so they figured yeah. they might as well brand it uh, okay. in, a, in a cool package. Um, and after many, many, many years, Romancing Saga 3 finally gets an official Western release on PC, PS4, Xbox One, Switch, and... Vita, apparently. Neat. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so For the seven and a half of you who still have a Vita that you, that you play. Uh, games with gold for Xbox this month. Um, we're starting off with Sherlock Holmes, The Devil's Daughter. All right. Uh, and uh, so that's available from the first of the month through the 30th. And then we've got The Final Station. Again, I don't know what that is <laughs> it for the back half of the month uh, on Xbox One. Apparently, it looks like some sort of uh, swarthy secret agent and train engineer game. Yeah, on a ghost train. Maybe maybe this oh. is the story of uh, the ghost train from Final Fantasy VI. Ah, can you oh, yeah. suplex it? Probably, you I can't. hope so, because if not, then why, why, why bother even playing it? Right. Uh, also on Xbox One and Xbox 360, you'll be able to get Star Wars Jedi Starfighter and then Joyride Turbo. We're getting 
really high quality stuff here, guys. Also, until the 15th, you can still download Friday the 13th, the game, which is left over from October. Uh, PS Plus games this month. I guess that's pronounced Nio. Neo. 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 I have that. So uh, that doesn't which is... do me any good. I have the definitive edition or the hell you call it. Yeah. It was a very uh, difficult game, by the way. Uh, yeah, it's, that's it's sort of what Souls. I heard was that it was Dark Souls-ish as far as difficulty was concerned. And uh, if you like that spoopy shit, uh, you can uh, you can get Outlast. That probably uh, would have been more fitting had they put that out last month. You would, yeah, you right? Would think so. You would think so. You would think so. But apparently uh, they wanted to get two horror games out. But I guess, I guess the Last of Us news forced them to maybe bump Outlast too. November. Yeah, I mean, so it. Last of Us remastered and MLB the show or last month so that you could enjoy the visceral horror of uh, playing as Bryce Harper <laughs> on a middling Phillies team. <laughs> <laughs> I will take any oh. opportunity to take a pot shot at Bryce Harper. That was a uh, that was a sick burn, bro. Hey. If you would like to see Carrie take pot shots at Bryce Harper, uh, go to youtube.com slash dense pixels and subscribe for new clips every week. While you're there, go to densepixels.com slash premium to go and take advantage of all of the TNP premium offerings. For $5 a month or $50 for the full year, you get access to a premium slate of podcasts and casts, including the airing of grievances, uh, our Seinfeld podcast, uh, no time to bleed, which I guess is coming back soon. Um, our action movie review podcast, uh, the, uh, (laughs) the crown jewel, Oh no, I can't say I, that. Yeah, don't anymore. don't use that term. No, we <laughs> might we might you might get stuck in Jamaica if you do. Wow. <laughs> the keystone okay. of the uh premium offerings, the men with the golden tongues, uh Brad and I's spy movie podcast, and brand new full episodes of Look Forward, the political podcast featuring Jay and whatever random white man happens to be. <laughs> subscribe to all the tnp studios podcasts wherever you get your podcasts including the nerd apocalypse our flagship show which is like this except we talk about everything but video games um black on black cinema uh i think we have a preview episode coming out which means last week's episode was all about Candyman. Featuring Tony Todd as the titular slave artist turned project killer. Boogie man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, There's a reason for that. Yeah, sure it is. Cautionary tale. <laughs> Cautionary tale for, uh, for, uh, because Carrie has not been spouting the gospel at her meetings. Um, <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> I'll tell you later. Uh, <laughs> Coming Distractions, our movie review podcast. Don't be mean uh, to me. Uh, most recently. Uh, I'm the best white person you got on this network. Hey. I, <laughs> you might be the right, only white person I've, 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 I respect. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> 
Uh, coming distractions, our movie <laughs> review podcast. Uh, uh, most recently, we reviewed Terminator Dark Fate, which is a big bowl of okay. <laughs> so, it's, so it's a Terminator film is what you're telling me. Uh, yeah. What is a break, God damn it. You shut your mouth. Uh, no, they were. <laughs> Sorry. It's a Terminator film after 1991, you say? Yeah. Okay. That's bad. <laughs> And uh, Jay and Terrence, the, uh, <laughs> the black women hating niggas, <laughs> apparently in the uh, group. in the in the group, just reviewed uh, Harriet, the new Harriet Tubman superhero movie. Um, <laughs> it really does look that way from the previews. I'm sorry, you're absolutely right. And uh, you get the weekly preview episode of Look Forward, which is uh, one hour just to just to tantalize the taste buds. And uh, so, yes, that was longer than I thought it would be. But uh, give us money and we will give you stuff in return. Um, That might have been the most off the rails ad read <laughs> that we've ever done on the show. And we used to do the fucking the fucking earbud ad reads as well, where we wrote scripts and everything, yeah. too. <laughs> So that's a high that's a high bar to clear. Um, before we get into news, just a reminder: uh, we talked about it last week, but because the Nationals had to go and win themselves a World Series, uh, Carrie's oh, yeah. Extra Life live stream uh, <laughs> is happening on November 9th instead of yeah, this Saturday. last Saturday like it was supposed to. So you still have time yeah. to give her money. Yes, please give. Yeah. Well, you're not giving me money. That's you're giving true. Money yeah. to sick kids. I like this. Doesn't none of this ever touches my bank account? Though, if you want to give me money, I would not turn it down because I am a poor millennial. Um. So yeah. So this Saturday, I'm probably going to start around noon Eastern time, and then go until midnight, and then probably do the same sort of like noon to midnight on Sunday as well. Um, playing Pokemon Leaf Green, I will be naming all of my Pokemon after different Nationals players. Um, Kurt Suzuki will not be featured. <laughs> so details on that in the uh, Dense Pixels fan group, densepixels.com slash fans. So news of the week, uh, Call of Duty Modern Warfare has released to great success. It is apparently the most successful Call of Duty game in this console generation, according to three-day sales. However, it's not doing too great in the user reviews on Metacritic. As of October 28th, it was sitting at a Low, low score of 2.4 out of 10 in the user scale on Metacritic. The reason why for the the reason why this happened though is because it is getting review bombed in Russia because of how it portrays Russian soldiers in oh, the man. game. No one tell them about like 80s action movies that were produced <laughs> over here, right? Uh, here's yeah, a keep them away from Jack Ryan. No one, no one tell them about the Cold War. Here's a uh, here's a quote from one of the reviews. Uh, Disgusting Russia-phobic garbage created only for one thing. Stinking anti-Russian propaganda, writes one reviewer. Quote, which is now pouring out all of the independent media on the orders of their Washington masters. Zero out of ten. <laughs> what? <laughs> I wouldn't even take that seriously. Uh, we did not cover a story that happened a couple weeks ago where Sony declined to make Call of Duty available in the PlayStation Store in Russia. Uh, turns out this is probably why, because I guess that uh, I yeah. guess that uh, I guess that uh, they didn't want all the stink that was going to come along with this. Um, look, as Micah has said many times, Call of Duty is uh, is one of the most jingoistic video games that uh, that exists, and. Uh, I'm not saying that their portrayal of Russia is that out of balance compared to current events. I mean, come on, happened yo, in the past like, five or six yeah. years. You interfere with our fucking elections. What the fuck you expect? Uh, they annexed part of a country five years ago. Right. And then you fucking just 
bombed a goddamn yeah. You just right. took over a country just because. Nigga, like calm down. You know what you are. Now that being said, this, this is this is I, so I played a little more of Call of Duty. This is how bad the Russians are, right? Like in this like gung ho American game, the Russians invaded the Middle East, and one of the heroes is a Middle Eastern woman. <laughs> That's how bad the Russians are in this game. Like they make you that like in, like we all know the stereotypical Call of Duty audience, right? Like the they're the people with the black and white American flags with the blue stripes on them, right? Like those people, right? Th- they're getting those people to to those bigots to 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 play this game and decide with Farah and and yeah, man, like the Russians are assholes. They're assholes in this game, and so I. I, I got a little further into it, and um, we were uh, last week we were talking about how, you know, I don't really see the violence, you know, and the need for um, uh, the parental advisory and all that. Yeah, uh, yeah, I see it. I see it. <laughs> I, I see it. It's uh, it's not like it's it's not uh, gr- um, uh, gratuitous. It's not gratuitous violence. But yeah, like the Russians are hanging people in this game and they are, um, yeah, they're committing fucking atrocities. Um, this, this game takes itself a little too seriously for my liking. You know, I like the old Call of Duty Modern Warfare where we were on fucking, we were on fucking speedboats speeding past Ellis Island and the fucking Twin Towers were on fire in New York and we had to swarm up in this month. Like that's what I'm talking about, right? This is it's it's good, but it takes itself. It's depressing as fuck, man. <laughs> there is a there's one thing in the game that I think people are fairly criticizing. So there's a there's an area in the game called the Highway of Death, which you were told in the game uh, that is the result of a devastating Russian attack <laughs> that happened decades ago, where Russian forces massacred everyone fleeing from a town under siege. However. Uh, there's a real highway of death in the Gulf, uh, which was the fault apparently of American and Western forces uh, during the Gulf War in Iraq. So that's fair. Like if you're going to take history and literally retcon it for the purposes yeah. of your game, <laughs> right, that's a fair critique. Um, but look, I, I'm pretty sure that Activision knew exactly what they're getting into. Uh, or not Activision, but Infinity War knew what they were getting into when they wrote the story of the game. I'm sure that this is not surprising them. And as they say, any press – is good press. Yeah, I saw a clip where there you you meet up with a guy and he's got a bomb strapped to his chest, mm-hmm. and Captain Price is like, "Can you help him? Can you help him?" He's like, "I'm trying, I'm trying, but you don't have enough time." <laughs> so you, like just Captain Price is just like, like say, <laughs> Captain Price said, <laughs> "Some over a fucking rail," and it's just like, "Fuck that nigga." I'm sorry, Captain Price said, "Don't need it." <laughs> <laughs> right, he just flipped him over the rail and he blew up. I'm like, oh like, well, god damn. Jeez. Price. I'm like, so yeah, it, it seems a little, yeah, and it does take itself seriously. I'm like, wow, okay, I guess. <laughs> so, uh, EA has not been publishing their games on Steam for eight years. Well, that's changing now. Apparently, EA is coming back to Steam, uh, starting with Jet Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order on November 15th. Uh, later this year, we're also going to get Sims 4 and Unravel 2, and then next year, all of the other EA franchises will be there as well, like Apex Legends, FIFA 20, and Battlefield 5. Now, apparently, 
Uh, Origin is not going away. It's still going to be something that is available. Uh, I guess they're just trying to broaden their their reach by uh, by also publishing on Steam as well. Cool. So, yeah. No, I don't have to worry about Origin. <laughs> That's right. You don't. Yeah. Even though you'll probably still have to make an Origin account, I would suppose. Hmm. So, we'll see about that. Uh, but yes, they're back. So if you've been waiting for you to come back to Steam. Today is your day. Uh, there's a couple Blizzard stories that are unrelated to BlizzCon that we will uh, that we will talk about real quick here. So first of all, uh, the shit continues to storm around Blizzard. Uh, they finally lost one of their first major sponsors as a result of the Blitzchung situation. Uh, Mitsubishi Taiwan has pulled their Hearthstone sponsorship after the events that happened. Uh, apparently, uh, as of early as October 8th, um, the the sponsorship had gone or sorry October 9th, the sponsorship went away uh, very quietly I guess Blizzard didn't really want to publicize that I suppose <laughs> um, but yeah so that's that's a big sponsor that's gone and not surprising that a Taiwanese sponsor has has pulled out from uh, from what's going on there uh, the news not all bad for Blitzchung though he has apparently been signed uh, to professional esports team Tempo Storm. And a move that was meant to, quote, show support at a critical time to a prolific player and an unwavering commitment and advocacy for players and content creators. So that's pretty cool, I'd say. And then uh, finally, oh, that's right. So and the last one, this did happen at BlizzCon, but it's not really related to the BlizzCon coverage. Um, Li Xiaomeng becomes the first female player to win not only the Hearthstone Grandmasters Championship, uh, but any tournament final uh, that ended in BlizzCon, she beat uh, United States player Brian Eason 3-0 in the finals of the Grandmasters event. Uh, her story is is an interesting one because she said two years ago uh, she was waiting in line for signups at a Hearthstone event and a fellow player told her that it wasn't a place for women. Quote, it's not for you, he Jeez, said. Two years ago? So yeah. 2017, okay. And she says, Good quote, Lord. and now I'm here with all the support from the fans. I want to say to all the girls out there who have a dream for esports, for competition, for glory, if you want to do it and you believe in yourself, you should forget your gender and go for it. Boy, I mean. Like, or embrace like, wow. gender and go for it and tell every man on earth to eat shit and die. <laughs> Like this is no place for women. Like nigga, this is it's a fucking digital card game, dumb fuck. (laughs) That's so weird. Men are not better at card games than women. I mean, look, she dunked on everybody else. So good, good for her. Very, very cool that that happened. Um, Speaking of shitstorms that just will not cease. Fallout seventy six. An Australian commission (laughs) has determined that buyers of the game. Uh, from November 24th, 2018 through June 1st, 2019 in Australia can request a refund for the game uh, if they so choose. Uh, Here's a quote from the commission. When a consumer has purchased a product that has a fault, which amounts to a major failure, the Australian (laughs) consumer law provides them with the right to ask for their choice of either a repair, replacement, or refund. (laughs) <laughs> Looks like, like Bethesda's about lemon. to owe a lot of people a lot of dollary dues. <laughs> <laughs> That's a goddamn shame. Yeah. That's a fucking shame. Yo, Bethesda has like they they have no remorse about this either. No, because you know get... what? They're gonna drop Elder Scrolls Six, and it's going to be incredible, and everyone's going to forget about mm-hmm. this. Is it? Yep. Is it? 
You mm-hmm. sure about that? I kind of am. Okay. <laughs> I mean, if if what we saw at BlizzCon was any indication of people's very fickle nature when it comes to <laughs> atrocities and new video games, I say Carrie's one hundred percent right. Yeah. yeah. So no, more, I'm saying they're going to drop that game, but is the game going to be amazing? That was oh, I think six. so. Yeah, it better be I now. Think so. Yeah, it better be fucking great. They better yeah. be different, or they better fucking tweak that if, creation. If it's not, mm, but I think it will be. On Starfield or whatever the fuck the other game they come they have coming out that's not coming out for another six years <laughs> that they've been talking about forever. My other uh, my other favorite quote here is that uh, according to the committee, Zenimax acknowledged that its customer service representatives quote are likely to have misled certain Australian consumers about their rights to a refund when they experience faults with their Fallout 76 game. Never a good sign. So Jesus. But yeah, so there, there, there's the there's the upside, I guess, of having like a supremely regulatory state, which Australia most definitely is, uh, is that corporations definitely get held to account when they when they fuck about. Um, but yeah, so like 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 I can't put it better than Carrie put it. Uh, a, lot, a lot of Australians are going to be getting a lot of dollary dues. Uh, from- How big is the gaming uh, um, community in Australia? Like, I mean, how much it's money? sizable. I mean, I mean, doesn't Australia get like games like six months after everyone else gets them because they have like, I like thought they got shit like that? Yeah, yeah. I, I, I thought they got them sort of the same time as the European market did. They do, Maybe. but unless but unless there's a unless there's a content restricted version of the game that has to come out because they have extremely strict uh, mature ratings. Yeah. So over there, yep. So uh, speaking of tire fires that just will not disappear, Anthem's live service producer Oof. has left Bioware. Chad so Robertson, this game is dead. Uh, <laughs> when this game came out, mm-hmm. and it was a and it was a trash heap. Did I not say? It's essentially dead. I said no, you were right. I was it, saying it. It's 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 a it's a wrap. <laughs> like they ain't they ain't worried. It sure they ain't worried about this game anymore. No it sure ain't looking good when the guy who's been with your company for fourteen years and was pretty much the dude running the old republic uh, yeah. the entire time the game came out decided. Oh. Yeah, he's like, All right, I'm, I'm out. out. Yeah, I'm out of <laughs> I can't this SpongeBob beef. So this like. Just just for Bioware in general, this whole Anthem debacle has, like, come, particularly coming off of Andromeda, like, yeah. <laughs> feels bad. Yeah. Feels bad looking at them as a, as a developer these days, man. Like, they do not have, they just, like, it's clear that they do not have the kind of public faith that they did. A couple years ago, which is remarkable because they had all of the public faith coming off of Inquisition. Like, they dropped Inquisition and everybody was like, this is incredible. Holy shit, I've never played an RPG this good before in my life. And then Bioware was like, how, how do we fuck this up? Yeah, they, take the, they took the Bethesda route. Or did Bethesda take the Bioware I think Bethesda took the Bioware route. I'm a little confused at this point. Because <laughs> they're both fucking up. But the thing is, like, like they have, they had when, well, Jason Scryer called, well, they call it the Bioware magic, which is crunch. That's yeah. what the fuck that is. Yep. Like, now that that's a big thing, and they, they had to have had crunch for this piece of shit that came out, but it, it just didn't work. So how great is Bioware, really? 
now that the curtain's been pulled back. I mean, yeah, they've put out those games and like they made their uh, developers suffer through crunch and everything for like the last 20 years with those games that they've released before. Now that everyone knows what goes on, are they going to take longer for their games to come out? So they're quality controlled. So they're not going to have any issues like Anthem or were we'll, they really as good as we think they were? We'll find out in two years for sure. <laughs> right. I'm, I'm, I'm curious now, now that everyone knows how fucked up game development is. I just want to see where the game market goes from now on. It will be as far as AAA games are concerned, because <laughs> these AAA uh, developers are fucking all the way up. Ubisoft is like, you know what? <laughs> Maybe we should wait a little bit before we release these games because the last couple have been garbage. So I don't know. I mean, it's funny, like, like with Ubisoft, right? Like the Assassin, the last two Assassin's Creed games, right? Were they've been really phenomenal. Good. Uh, but they Odyssey, took a year off. Odyssey, but right? They had to retool. And and Odyssey is is might be the best game they've ever made. And then here comes Breakpoint. Derp, 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 derp. Like all the right, crazy so. thing is Breakpoint came. When did when did Wildlands come out? That came out like two and a half years ago, right? Yeah. Yeah. So they had plenty of time to work on Breakpoint. When the fuck did they start developing that game? Because that shit look just looks awful. <laughs> <laughs> like from what the gameplay that I've seen, it looks terrible. But here's the thing, though. They didn't have a lot of time to work on Breakpoint because there was about five years between Future Soldier and Wildlands. Two and a half years for a AAA game. That's actually a pretty aggressive development cycle in this day and age. They they were constantly releasing um, the other games, the Assassin's Creed games. Well, they have have multiple studios, though. Yeah, no, they have different studios, but like. Again, Wildlands, like when I, I want to know when they just started development for Breakpoint because it looks like essentially the same engine. Most likely it is. They probably started development before, like right before Wildlands actually released. But you also have to remember, too, that they had part of that team, um, I would assume part of that team, working on the additional yeah, so content that came for Wildlands. Right. Yeah, because they, they supported that game for a good yeah, long time yeah. after launch. So, um, yeah, I mean, like I said, it's and, and and I think a lot of Breakpoint's problems though too are is the structure of the game and like the economy of the game and them yeah. really reading the room poorly. They they <laughs> are illiterate apparently because <laughs> like you can't like yo you can't just bring out your your game with microtransactions that are literally pay to win. Yep. So yeah, they like, literally you can literally buy any gun you want. Like what the fuck is like yo? You could buy skill points or something ridiculous. Like you yeah, could at first. Like, you could, you could at first. Yeah, they took that ability away real quick once the, <laughs> the uprising came. So and you can actually kill the last boss within like the first like hour of game if you wanted to. You can go right to him, kind of like a wild uh, like a what's a Breath of the Wild situation. Mm-hmm. If you can make it to him, you can kill him, which kind of changes the dynamic of the game. Mm-hmm. Because I think the enemy is isn't it? What's his name? John Barenthal. Yeah, it is. Yeah, you can kill him <laughs> in the beginning of the game, and then just like okay, well, just gear like said, spend an extra two hundred bucks, gear up, and storm the compound. I guess yeah. right, right away. So yeah, um, yeah, but back to Anthem. Yeah, I, was, I, I, I grow as all these you know like lead producers and live service managers uh, are leaving the company. Um, my 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 hopes for the game tend to dwindle out. Like, I don't even know if we're going to get Just the, give it up. Right. I don't even know if we're <laughs> going to get the Anthem, no you know, the, the Anthem 2.0. They have a, they have a Halloween event going on right now and nobody, oh, I don't even think knows. Yeah. Cause oh. wow. Yeah. Apparently. <laughs> but, uh, 
Yeah, I don't think anyone even knows or cares uh, right now, especially because, again, Destiny's firing on all cylinders, Borderlands is firing on all cylinders, so it's kind of tough to to crack the uh, the conscious of the gaming public out there. Um, a popular Fortnite streamer, FaZe Jarvis, a YouTuber that has nearly 2 million subscribers, has been permanently banned from playing Fortnite after uploading videos that where he uses cheating software to kill enemies. Uh, basically, basically, aimbot software uh, is what he was using here. Um, he admitted on stream that he was uh, using cheats during his stream. And then yep. he had a teary, uh, teary video where he talked about the ban from the game, uh, where he does come across contrite. Um, I'm still a little skeptical that it's not you're sorry for what you did. You're sorry you got caught doing what you did. Yep. Right. Like, well, here's the thing. <laughs> but like, it's like you like I did it. Right. He, oh, he, he like. Well, he's not. He's not disputing the ban. So here's a quote from him. Um, he says, "Quote: Obviously, this is a huge mistake, and it's completely wrong on my end. Genuinely, I don't even know what I was thinking. Cheating at anything is just terrible. I should have paid more attention to the community rules." So, well, it's like so, so com- the the fucking thing about this is like on the stream in which he did it, he's like, "Oh, I don't want to get banned immediately, so I'm going to play a few legit matches first and then I'm going to start cheating." Like he fucking knows. He's not a moron and he's not like a tiny baby. Like he's 17, he's old enough to know that what he was doing was wrong, and yet he went and he fucking did it anyway, apparently quote for the content. And I'm just like <laughs> Good, good. I'm glad you got fucking banned. I hope you learned a fucking lesson about it. Um, and now you're not going to have the opportunity to do it again. Good. I don't give a fuck about any of these teenage streamer- streamers who make thousands of dollars every month playing fucking video games. How about you go to fucking college and put some like real world smarts in your fucking noggin and uh, maybe you will have some more worldly skills afterwards so that you don't act like an asshole on the internet for money anymore. I don't fucking feel sorry for these kids when they get kicked off their games. I don't. I have no sympathy for them. All right, Boomer. College ain't cheap, Carrie. You know what? It's not cheap, but he could probably pay for college right, with the amount of money cool. that he's making playing Fortnite on the internet. Not anymore. You got more money. Well, I mean, I, I'd be. I'm. I'm genuinely curious if anyone has a fucking counterpoint. Why should anyone feel sorry for this kid? Oh, I don't feel sorry for this. No, kid. nobody should. Cheat, you get, yeah, you, you cheat, you get banned, like for forever. I don't know, but like, again, yeah, get banned. Fuck you. Again, again, to quote, uh, to quote, great sage on this podcast, uh, Carrie, play bitch games with this practice. That's what this is. This is playing bitch games and winning bitch prizes. If this is how Epic handles every other person who plays Fortnite who gets caught using aimbot software and whatnot, why should this guy somehow be fucking exempt from it just because he has a bunch of subscribers? He shouldn't. He shouldn't. And he, and he wasn't. So I guess he'll, I, I I hope his community really liked uh, really liked his channel for him because he's gonna that's gonna be put to the test here. This uh, was uh, the ultimate piece of content. Got to it, man! Oh my god, dummy! So finally, in news, uh, apparently the Galar region Pokédex has leaked uh, a week and a half ahead of the launch of Pokémon Sword and Shield. <laughs> um, allegedly, there are going to be over, or, or sorry, there's going to be 400 total uh, pocket monsters within the Galar region. 
Um, there's a big chart here in a linked Polygon article that you guys can check out to see which ones are in the game. Uh, Carrie, is this something you're going to spoil for yourself? Is, 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 is the reveal of the Pokemon in the game a big deal in the Pokemon community? Um, like it, it is particularly like the final evolutions of the three starters. Um, I got that spoiled for me on Twitter. Oh. Um, but like a big complaint about the lead up to sun and moon was that, um, Nintendo wasn't really leaving anything up to surprise that they were revealing everything ahead of time. They were like, look at all this cool new shit. And then like you play it and like, there's, there's no, there's no being surprised by any of the new Pokemon. So with this one, they were like a little more reserved and they weren't like, they weren't releasing the evolutions of the starters and they, they weren't releasing all of the new Galarian forms and they weren't releasing all of the new Galar Pokemon. And I thought that was really cool. And so it kind of sucks that even though this was ostensibly what the community at large wanted was to be surprised by new things when they play the game for the first time. Uh, God, the game goes out, comes out in like two weeks. Oh, fuck. Yeah. All right. I was like, next month. I'm like, just kidding. In like 12 <laughs> days. Um, <laughs> so it, it just like it sucks that people would have like leaked it anyway. Um, so that's newsworthy. Who are you? Um. Uh... Who is going to be your starter? I'm usually a fire starter. I'm usually a water starter person, um, but I think I'm going to go with Grookey. Um, I've said this before. I like Grookey because when I look at him, I hear the um, Beastie Boys song, Brass Monkey, except it's Grass Monkey. <laughs> so I want I want the Grass Monkey. Uh, when I see Score Bunny, I think of uh, like a little baby Usagi Ujimbo. Okay, that's fair. Yeah, he, oh my god, he absolutely looks like a tiny Usagi Ojimbo. So, uh, and Sobble will be the choice of every depressed millennial. So, so if you don't want um, spoilers on a random Pokemon, skip ahead a minute uh, or two minutes, just in case, because I want to get Terrence's reaction for uh, this evolution of Pokemon that I see here. Uh, Terrence, mm-hmm. there is a Pokemon called Appelin. Which is literally a giant apple with eyes. Now he evolves. <laughs> I'm not done. He evolves into a Pokemon called Flapple, which looks like a worm inside of an apple, which has which has like apple peel wings uh, that he flies around with. And the ultimate evolution of the Apple series Pokemon <coughs> is Apple Tune, uh, which is basically a mobile apple pie, essentially. Uh, Terrence, what are your thoughts? On the Applin Evolution series here in Pokemon. I've never played Pokemon. <laughs> and that's probably the reason why. <laughs> because they just I mean, be making shit. I mean, yeah, they make shit up because you have to because there's like a thousand Pokemon. But like, really? Like, a, I don't an even. Apple that, so it's a worm that ate its way through an apple. And it's like a, it's a cross between a butterfly and an apple. Is that what It's actually kind of cute. Like, is it? Yeah, it is. Like, I'm looking at the art. It's actually kind of cute. Is it? Yeah. What's it called? What's the What's the final evolution? I want to see a like a a, a, a what is it? Uh, a- Appleton? Appleton. 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 T U N. Appleton. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Like this evolution, like, like how do you get from an apple to? A dinosaur with a with an apple pie on its back, like like with, this evolution with, doesn't make with, sense. Like, with lattice work, no less. <laughs> <laughs> Top, topping it off. 
like some of the evolutions make sense, right? Like the teacup that turns into uh, a, a teapot. Tea, yeah, a teapot. Like I get it. Uh, I don't get the fact that it's an animal that looks like a tea a teacup. Uh, it's actually but Ghost Micah. Why don't you put some respect on Sinesti's name <laughs> or Sinesti? I guess it's called. Yeah, I actually do like a lot of these a lot of these new things. Um, so <laughs> fucking stupid. Yeah, like, yeah. Like Pokemon <laughs> is just ridiculous. But look, it's been a thing for like twenty five years. I, who am I to judge? People love it. I, I've just never like you're a fucking slave master. I mean, a, co- a, co- a cockfighter. Right? Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> you, you, you just capture these these poor animals and then you make them fight each other. They probably don't want to fight each other, but I you like beating game. them. Yeah, well. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, so that doesn't for that does that doesn't for the news, the quick news at least. What the fuck? Sure. Anyway. Um. Go to www.densepixels.com slash Amazon for all of your Amazon purchases. When you go to www.densepixels.com slash Amazon for all of your Amazon purchases, we get a little bit of a finder's fee. You don't pay any extra, and you're going to shop there anyway. So when you do... Go to www.densepixels.com slash Amazon. Do it today. Right now. Right now. (laughs) (laughs) So, all right, let's talk about BlizzCon. So BlizzCon 2019 happened uh, this past weekend. It sure did. We're going to talk about some games here in a second. And... Make no mistake, those games were a smokescreen cast uh-huh. in front of all of us <laughs> mm-hmm. to avoid the elephant that's in the room. So before oh, we talk about the games, blew the doors open. Oh, it did. So before, <laughs> so before we talk about the games, we are going to cast the requisite amount of scorn onto Blizzard President J. Allen Brack. Now I have to, I have to point out if you've been listening to the show. Um, we've been covering all the major events that have been happening with this Blitzchung Blizzard situation, which has been ongoing for the past month, the Free Hong Kong movement, all that jazz. There were Free Hong Kong protests, as one expects, outside of the Anaheim Convention Center. And look, I've been to the Anaheim Convention Center. Uh, there's a huge courtyard that is in front of the convention center uh, that is that where the four hotels that are near the convention center all spill into. And that was filled with protests going on for the Free Hong Kong movement. So something that you could not avoid um, and people protesting against, you know, the the punishment levied at Blitzchung for doing what he did on the stream at Blizzard. So one assumes that in the wake of all this going on and in the wake of your just fucking awful – Awful statement that took you nine days to come up with, and then when it finally did release, was one of the most embarrassing pieces of corporate spin that I've ever seen in my entire life um, committed to paper. You would think that J. Allen Brack would would be laying down on the carpet and and really uh really saying I'm sorry and and talking about what they did wrong. Before you continue, yes, I've never seen this man before before this weekend. He looks exactly like I thought he would. Look. <laughs> I'm just saying, because I, 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 I watched his apology, quote unquote, and I'm like, all right. 
I, I get it. So here's here's some quotes uh, from J.L. and Brack, the, his, the opening to his keynote, to talk about this controversy. We moved too quickly in our decision, and then, to make matters worse, we were too slow to talk with all of you. We didn't live up to the high standards we set for ourselves. We failed in our purpose. That was a lot of gobbledygook that J.L. Yeah, just kind of threw out there. Um, but Terrence, he goes on. He says, quote, I am sorry, and I accept accountability. What exactly is our purpose? BlizzCon is demonstrating it as we speak. We aspire to bring the world together in epic entertainment. I truly believe in the positive power of video games. Wow. Now, I just want to point out, nowhere in this statement did he talk about Blitzchung. Nowhere in the no, statement. Did. He did. He did. He said we, we didn't live. We, he said we moved too quickly on a decision. That was him talking about banning Blitzchung for a year. While, True. While not saying his name. True. <laughs> um, so so and then he, they didn't, and then they, they um, didn't respond yeah. quick enough. I'm sorry. So they weren't sorry they did it. I'm sorry and I accept accountability. How exactly are you accepting, quote, accepting accountability, J. Allen Brack? <laughs> You didn't. How? That uh, th- this is th- to, to to quote to quote Stone Cold Steve Austin. This is one of the most mealy mouth fucking things that I've ever heard <laughs> yeah. from a corporation <laughs> I'm, I ever. Responsibility. I accept accountability, but he's still but banned for six months. Yeah, like you 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 fired the two podcast the, the casters, but then you just banned them for right. six months. That makes them even do nothing. They were probably sitting right. home like, Yo, what the fuck did I do? They Which, were literally like. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe you shouldn't do that. Blizzard was like, "No, nah, fuck that, yo. This is wrong." It was like, "I know it's wrong, but I need a job." <laughs> <laughs> Which, by the way, like, so they did follow up with them uh, on, on with Jalen Brack to say, "Hey, are you going to rescind his suspension?" And he's like, "No, nah, he's still acting ah, inappropriately that. on the street." Right, that's the because PC Gamer did an interview with him, right? And they asked him, they were like, so given everything that's going on, are you going to like rescind his suspension? They're like, nah, fuck that nigga. <laughs> He's still suspended. I mean, it's too late, you know. Yeah. Once you suspend, you can't renege on a suspension. No. Wait, what am I, a renigger? Are you calling me a renigger? <laughs> <laughs> I am that's no unacceptable. <laughs> that's unacceptable. So, this whole situation is bananas. Like, I mean, he was like, I'm sorry. They didn't. He didn't. He didn't apologize. Right. It's not an apology no. at all. He, no. And then he got choked up. I'm like fuck you. No, he didn't get choked up. He waited for an applause. That was an applause line, right. Terrence. He, he waited. waited he waited for an, for an, for an applause reaction that never came. Eventually, it came. <laughs> they were like, uh, eventually, it came. <laughs> so, saying sorry. If, if everyone, you, everyone was like, for everybody, go like, on. <laughs> and you got anything else for us? <laughs> like no. And they were like, meh, Overwatch 2? <laughs> right. Yeah. So so here's here's my here's kind of my 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 guidelines for corporate apology. So if I were to print out this this speech from Jay Allen Brack and show it to a layperson who doesn't know jack shit about Blizzard or video games or the Blitzchung situation, and I placed it in their hands and said, Can you read this apology and tell me what it is that Jay Allen Brack is apologizing for? No they would not be able to do it because there, there, there's there's no reference to what the actual thing that they did wrong was in this fucking statement. The, the, the closest you get is him saying, 
we were too slow to talk. We were too slow to tell you guys what we were going to do about this situation. That's it. Yeah, they, they reacted too quickly, and then we right. didn't give a purpose as to why we reacted too quickly. And you still haven't. <laughs> well, we we all know why you did it because you're beholding to to NetEase or whoever the fuck Tencent. But that but that wasn't the reason why they suspended him. It wasn't it wasn't because of what he said. It was it wasn't the, it was the content of what he said. I and mean, it wasn't because uh, he wasn't talking about the game. That's what he said in the PC Gamer review. He was like, no, regardless of what he said, like even if he was talking about a lot of people keep brought up the the um. Like if he were talking about climate change instead of the game, he still would have been susp- would he still have been suspended or LGBT rights? Would he still have been suspended if he said something about those two things as opposed to free Hong Kong? Yeah. Nah. Fuck like, that's, that's like, bo- like we we all know you're lying. Right. <laughs> we're and not it's not dumb. even like it's not even like good lying, dude. Right. Like, <laughs> like, no, it doesn't matter what he would have said. It, it wasn't pertaining to the game. So since it wasn't pertaining to the game, we had to suspend them because no. that's bullshit. Yeah, so you're lying. Every, every like, sentence you're you say has to has to have uh, has to pertain to the game. Uh, all right, no, all, no, right, yo, all right. So okay, right. But that, but guess what? Friend. Now now they back themselves in, onto that standard. So we're gonna see what happens the next time. Right. I'm waiting I'm waiting for somebody to, to say something that isn't like that divisive when it comes to like anything to do with China. Like there's something everyone likes, but doesn't have to do with the game. What are they gonna do? They're gonna suspend them for six months? A week at all? Because that's the that's the precedent you set when you yeah. suspend them for just saying free Hong Kong and then fired and niggas just sat there and watched him say it. That's just, that's the part that's crazy. Like the fact, okay, they suspended him because he he signed a contract or whatever. But the 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 casters, like I didn't do anything. But then right. but then they were like, well, their job is to keep everything pertaining to the game, and they failed to do that. That's what he said. They failed to make whatever the 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 opponent the the uh, <laughs> what they were saying pertain to the game. So they fired him. I'm like, okay, that's also <laughs> bullshit. But that's cool. It it was it it is a pathetic response. It, it, pathetic is the only adjective that I can think of to to correctly describe what that response was. But here's the thing. Here's the thing, and we all knew this shit was gonna happen. We told you in advance this was gonna happen because we're cynical fucks that knows how the world works. They're gonna get this shit out of the way first, and then they're gonna throw all the presents at everybody and be like, mm-hmm. <laughs> be like forget yeah. about all this shit. We got Diablo four. We got Overwatch two. We got the new World of Warcraft expansion. We got a yeah, Hearthstone like, auto battler, like out. an a, like an absentee father coming <laughs> in to try to win their child's <laughs> affection. Oh well, you know, uh, you know, me and your mother, we we uh, we, we got you issues. know, we, we got our issues, but uh, you know, here's, here's a altered bike. beast, here's a bike, <laughs> here's a Genesis, here's a Super Nintendo. Like, all right, all right, all right. And your stupid kid brain is like, oh, yay, dad loves me. Like, <laughs> yeah. I said altered beast. Jesus. <laughs> that may or may not be true. <laughs> uh, so, so, like you said, Blizzard, Blizzard should not be let off the hook for this. No. Um, I don't think they and are. And the yet. thing is, people, people really haven't been. Like, I, I think a lot of people are seeing the game's announcements. 
that aren't Diablo 4 or Shadowlands um, as sort of what they are, which is a fucking smokescreen. Like, and, and Diablo 4 has no release date. No, we're and no. Coming the, out for like two years. Neither, no, but neither the, does the Overwatch 2. They, they, they asked Jeff Kaplan, like, when is Overwatch 2 going to come out? He's like, oh, I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> and like, that, that's what really points to um, the Overwatch 2 announcement being a fucking sort of last minute, right. like, oh, we got to get something out. That and the fucking... Um, the the new hero that they announced at the convention, which a lot of people are fucking upset about, um, Sojourn. Um, that someone someone was pretty quick to point out. I forget who. There was a good Twitter thread. Um, so if you can find it, uh, credit to whoever put it together. That like they they almost always have had like um like an official cosplayer come out and help debut the character. And when Sojourn was announced, they didn't have that which meant that the opportunity for like a black female cosplayer to have sort of like a time in the spotlight was therefore wasted. Um, people are not really happy about the character's name because she's fucking yeah. named after a slave. So you're in the truth? Like, yeah. Really? <laughs> right. Yeah. I mean, God damn. Just, yeah. Just, they had just toned Shut the fucking fuck. name on the head, man. Like, yeah. God damn, yo. Um, not great. Yeah. Is there is there at least an animated like? Did they have like an animated feature for it, or did I they just announce so. it? God. I think they care. just announced the character. Yeah, that was really like, yeah, we gotta throw something. In. Yeah, yes. very, very much like, oh, what do we, what do we have sort of in the works that we haven't done? Uh, the black woman. Put the black woman out. Put her out. <laughs> like, and like, that's, that's what it feels like. Right. Like, and, and like, to, like Diablo Four, I can imagine was planned from last year when the whole right. Diablo Immortal fiasco happened. Like that yeah. that's yeah. not that's not a surprise. But yeah, and over the thing is, like we've known for a while that they've been working on Diablo 4. Right. And sure, we've we've sort of known that they've been working on more Overwatch stuff. But the fact that you've only got like updated models for a half dozen characters and um no no even release window in mind. Um, yeah, the, the Overwatch stuff very much felt like, hey, look at these shiny things over here. I'm going to dangle my keys over here so you don't see what I'm doing over here. L look at this fun stuff. You like Overwatch, right? You'll give us more money, right? You'll stop being mad at us, right? Yeah. That's, so, that's what it feels like. And, and again, game, Games Press, I think, did a pretty good job for at least acknowledging what this was. Like, they have to cover the games because that's why people are coming and clicking on the website and clicking on the video. So they can't they can't just ignore it. But there, there was enough pieces I saw out there that was like calling Blizzard out, rightfully so. And again, they do, do not continue to let them off the hook for this. Um, I mean, they deserve to hear it while Blizz Chung is is being is suspended. Um, and beyond that we as got well, another five months, months, right? Yeah, we got we do have another five months left to go before he is uh, before he is back in the Hearthstone grind. If he even comes back, honestly. right? That's what so. if I were him, I'm like fuck you, right? <laughs> like for real, like you. All right, fine, I'll go somewhere else. And 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 again, like the thing, the thing that really sticks in my craw, and we'll move on to the games um, after this. One of the refrains that I absolutely, positively, cannot stand um, thrown at athletes or people that aren't in, that that choose to use the platform that's given to them by their talents and their abilities to to advocate for certain things is is stick to sports. I hate I hate fucking hearing. Yeah stick to sports because that just mm -hmm. means I don't want my, I don't want my, 
you know, my my <laughs> I don't want to be bothered by your politics essentially when I just want you to play the fuck game. And look, we talked about the Kurt Suzuki situation yeah. earlier, and Carrie fucking ranted and raved about Kurt Kazuki Kurt Suzuki, but you know what she didn't say to Kurt Kazuki? <laughs> Kurt Suzuki? Stick to sports. Right. Because I would never tell any guy to do that because at the same time, much as I am upset about what Kurt Suzuki did today, because I think it makes him look like a fucking clown and I think it reflects poorly on the organization. At the same time, a lot of people have been giving Sean Doolittle shit for going to the post and saying, hey, I'm not going to the White House because I don't fucking like the guy in the White House because my beliefs don't line up with his. I do too much for the LGBT community to go to the White House while that guy is in office. And, you know, it would be completely hypocritical of of me to praise one side of this while saying the other side shouldn't do it. Um, I don't think anyone should have to stick to sports, so, so to speak, much as I may not always agree with what they are choosing to stick with in lieu of sports. And that's usually levered toward black players. Majority yeah. Of time. So yeah. That's also a thing. But, yeah, I mean... Doolittle got a heap of it this week after after that piece came out in uh, the paper. I think everyone should stand Sean Doolittle. He's <laughs> he's uh he's a good dude. Yeah, fuck Donald Trump. Yeah, <laughs> fuck Donald Trump, Just man. Essentially, like I hope he gets hit by a bus. Yep. I know this is going through it over the airways. I didn't look. Look. If someone's driving a bus and he just happens to get hit by it, <laughs> whatever. I hate that nigga. Yeah. Can't stand. <laughs> like, I'm sorry. <laughs> this is our show. We can talk about politics. Fuck you. We got another one on on a network. What is it called? What's it called? Look, Look forward. forward. <laughs> Five bucks a month. <clears throat> that was just great. Anyway, continue. So, so like I said, we got to talk about the games. Um, Diablo Four uh, probably was the most uh, news people were most excited for. Um, this is coming out sometime. Um, <laughs> some yeah, some of the literally things. Indeed. Right, that's literally what it said. Uh, apparently, the main villain in the game is going to be Lilith, uh, who in Diablo lore is the mother of the Nephilim. The Nephilim being uh, the playable hero uh, that you played as in Diablo 3. Uh, and and it's, it's really the Nephilim people, not that specific character in general. So, like, ba- basically, she was a demon from hell, and she, she got it on with this dude from heaven, and they made sanctuary where all the humans lived, uh, and they were basically like the Adam and Eve of the Diablo universe. But she back. Uh, she's apparently the big bad. In this one, there's a nine-minute uh, trailer in, done in the Blizzard style, which looks fucking amazing. Uh, that's really cool looking that you should check out for sure. Um so the other things in the game, uh, there's going to be PvP areas in the game, something that they teased for a while for uh, Diablo 3 that never really uh, came off that bad. Uh, it is coming on PC, PS4, and Xbox One, and I would assume PS5 and whatever the next box is as well, considering that it's not going to be out for a little bit while. Uh, they showed off the Mage, Druid, and Barbarian classes in the gameplay demo that they put out. Uh, there are mounts in the game. It looks like there is leveled terrain in the game. Uh, the art style looks a little bit less cartoony. Uh, there's going to be what amounts to exotic loot in the game for the first time. There's going to be loot that basically has four legendary passive traits on it that you can get. That's extremely rare that you can only have one thing equipped of it at a time, essentially. So that's kind of that can kind of be what you build your make you know tailor your builds around as you get that. And apparently, Terrence, they're also putting set loot. Uh, on the same equivalency scale and power as, like, legendary loot. So now set loot mm. will overpower uh, legendaries as well. So, like I said, looks cool. 
Um, they had more there than I thought they would show off for this game, um, considering it's apparently not coming out for a couple of years anyway. Uh, but yeah, Diablo 4 is coming. Uh, Terrence, you are the biggest Diablo fan on this podcast. What were your thoughts over what you saw this weekend? Um, it looks, it's, it, it goes back to, like, I'd never played a lot of Diablo 2, but it has that style. It's a lot darker. It's not as vibrant as uh, Diablo 3 is. Um, I just downloaded, um, damn, what the hell is that game called? Um, it just came out last month or two months ago. Torchlight? Uh, Torchlight 2, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, yesterday I was playing that. This looks far different <laughs> than the Torchlight. It looks great, like the actual gameplay. Of course, since it's a, this did, I think this is probably going to be next gen. Uh, they said it's, it's gonna, coming out on PS4 yeah. and Xbox One as well. So it is. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Um, it looks great. Like I want to play it. Uh, I can't wait for it to come out. But uh, fuck Blizzard. <laughs> you know, <laughs> like I'm. I, look, I'm. Fi- I, look, y'all. Y'all know me. <laughs> I I won't buy this shit out of spite. I'm dead ass. Um, <laughs> it looks great. Like look. Is this like three years away? So I might forget what they've done. So <laughs> by the end, I'm not right. like, how the, like, how the hell are they going to be like, hey, here's hey, uh, <laughs> sorry about you know all that stuff that um might have happened or you might have heard. I, you know, I don't know, but Diablo 4, yay! Wow. It, it, you, you can't play it for another three years, like two though. and a half years. So, like, you know. all right, yo, yeah, all right, fuck you. But no, nah, it looks great. Like I again, I love these types of games. I've played a lot of them. Um, I just want to see more gameplay, All right. which I don't know when the fuck that's coming. Next BlizzCon, <laughs> <laughs> you won't you won't see anything for one year from now. Yeah. Um, they also showed off a CGI trailer for the next World of Warcraft expansion, which is called Shadowlands. Um, yeah, I mean it's it, we, we we would be sounding very stupid talking about World of Warcraft. Uh, it's coming out sometime in 2020. It will have raid content at launch. Um, so that's cool if you're a big WoW fan. Uh, what else we got here? You also have coming uh, the... It's basically the new season of Hearthstone was announced. Um, it is called uh, Descent of Dragons, uh, which is coming out soon. It's going to have a new game mode called Battlegrounds, uh, which they said is inspired by games like Dota Auto Chess and Underlords and League of Legends Teamfight Tactics. It's basically an auto battler, essentially, uh, in in Hearthstone. So that's coming there. And then the big uh, the big one that they like said pulled out of their hat just to fucking like cast its version uh, was <laughs> Overwatch Two. Um, apparently, like Carrie said, all of the characters are supposed to get a new look. They only showed off the first six in this trailer here. Uh, there will be PVE in the game. Apparently, all of your cosmetic unlocks will carry forward into Overwatch 2 as well. So I guess that's one way to kind of mitigate a lot of the scorn for microtransactions that you would get. And uh, no one knows when that's coming out. Yeah. So, so two games we have no clue when their release dates are. And a bunch of other games that I just don't have any desire to play at all. And I didn't appreciate the slander that you guys put upon um, Overwatch last week. It's a it's a fine game. Sure uh, it it's is. a, a lot fine. Of, game. A lot of people like it. Yeah. <laughs> they sure do. <laughs> I like they Overwatch. They sure I do. It in a while, but like, it's a it's a fun game. Mm-hmm. Are, are are you excited with what you've learned about Overwatch Two, then, Terrence? I didn't pay attention. Fair enough. Because. <laughs> <laughs> Terrence did not reward Blizzard's bad behavior with his clicks. I uh, 
You're correct. What a what a stand up guy you are. So so yeah, that was uh that was BlizzCon. Um at least I I guess at least they didn't have men asking if their Diablo announcement was an April Fool's joke that was out of season <laughs> this year. Yo, that's uh, too good. There there was they did have a bunch of fucking protesters. There, like there, had, there's apparently an eight year old like heckling them, like <laughs> yelling right, free Hong Kong during a panel. <laughs> The guy was like, "Sounds good to me." Water, water, water pill gets suspended for six months. Let's we'll see. Uh, oh man, like you had, like you knew it was coming. You just had to let it rock. Like, what are you gonna do? Throw everybody out? Like you couldn't. You just got to let it rock. You y'all fucked up. Okay? Yep. I thought it was funny. At least they, at least he was cool about it. So but, you know, yeah, and, and that's the only downside for them. Like all these games are coming out so far away that. They can't truly use it as a distraction because the Hong right. Kong shit's gonna gonna persist and continue onward. Like this dude is still su- suspended. You're still fucking beholden to China <laughs> because of the company that you're with. Yep. So, so and people are gonna start fucking with you just to see. Like you start <laughs> you start holding. More, I would. You start holding more fucking tournaments. I'll just say some wild shit. For <laughs> <laughs> real, bait. Like, I mean, why not? Oh yeah. Oh, and apparently, and and I one more bit of Overwatch news. So apparently, um, and and, and we'll wrap it up with this. To Overwatch One, they're adding a feature that people have been asking for. So apparently, if you are in like the role specific queue for a match, um, while you're waiting, you can you'll actually be able to go into like this team deathmatch mode, um, that to kill time while you wait to queue up. Because apparently, some roles like attacker, especially any DPS role, like you can be sitting in queue for like twelve minutes before you actually find a match. Oftentimes, so apparently they're going to give you something to do um, in the meantime, which is good because sitting in a queue, uh, as I can tell you from Destiny 2, not fun. (laughs) Not fun when you're trying to get a a solo comp match to get that revoker, which I did. So and uh, so that's going to be it for this week's episode. No question of the week this week, but uh, normally we do post it. You can answer that question in our fan group, densepixels.com slash fans. Follow us on social media. Subscribe to the show on whatever app you use to play your podcast. Subscribe on YouTube. Follow Terrence on Twitch, Apparition410. Uh, follow Carrie on Twitch, Suppets Carrie. Look out for that extra live uh, stream next Yeah, and Sunday. also this weekend, uh, Friday, is the Baltimore Gamer Symphony Orchestra show. It is a free show, uh, 7.30 p.m. Uh, I've got a couple of different arrangements that I did being performed um so it's going to be a super good time so if you're in the greater baltimore area uh get your ass there very good and uh i i stream occasionally not very often but occasionally but if, when i do it's on our YouTube <coughs> channel so again that's youtube.com slash pixels uh thank you guys very much for watching and listening this week uh we will talk to you all next time Thanks. see ya take it easy